best not miss. Well, I'm a bunch of real proud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast. You didn't know you need it. Welcome to the Party Pal as a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their podcasts and live events. They got a new podcast dropping soon uh, for music lovers. It's called Best Show Ever. It looks fantastic. Learn about that and everything else they got going on at OsirisPod.com. Got a good one for you today. In this episode, we celebrate the fantasy comedy film Barbie, directed by Greta Gerwig from a screenplay she wrote with Noah Baumbach. Based on the Barbie fashion dolls by Mattel, it is the first live-action Barbie film after numerous computer-animated films and specials. The film stars Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken on a journey of self-discovery following an existential crisis. It features a supporting cast that includes America Ferrara, Kate McKinning, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, and Will Ferrell to name a few. It's become quite the phenomenon. And to break it down, I have Ryan O'Connell with me again. I say this all the time, but he's truly a great Twitter or X follow. It's at Ryan O'Connell 79. That's two N's, two L's, and O'Connell at Ryan O'Connell 79. Let's not waste any time and get right into it. Uh, Ryan, welcome to uh, welcome to the Patriot. I mean, the party. Um, how, uh, how how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Good. Feeling pink, yeah. intelligent, never sad. Cool. I'm glad we're doing this though. Barbie, the phenomenon of this movie is um, uh, it's mind blowing, but in many ways, uh, it's super appropriate. It's crazy. They really they tapped into something on many, many levels, and I'm excited to break it down a little bit and get into it. And I want to celebrate it. I, I enjoyed it. I'm curious to kick things off. Uh, your general thoughts on, on Barbie, Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Um, first off, I would say that it was probably one of like the most fun surprises I've had yeah. recently. Like I didn't know. I remember watching the trailer and just being like, who is this? for i didn't really get it i was like i don't understand like what this is and i kind of just didn't think i'd ever watch it or i mean i probably would at some point but it Mm -hmm. wasn't top of mind but then you know you know we have an eight-year-old and all of a sudden some of her friends were going so then like my wife's like well i guess i'm gonna take him and you know just kind of went from there so and then just to where actually what you watched from what the trailer was it just felt like it was like light years away yeah um in a good way and then my second thing was that like it reminded me so i saw book of mormon in philly like Uh, 11 years ago or something like that and i just and i just remember just i don't think i laughed a lot because the whole time i was just like in awe of what they were doing yeah and that's how i felt with barbie like it was like this i think if i watched it the second time i'd probably just like laugh more like lighthearted but like i just was just like just so impressed with what they what greta gerway was doing with like the whole acting like i was just like this shouldn't be happening like this is like they've like it's just what they were doing and how smart it was and how clever yeah like it just reminded me of that how i felt when i was leaving book of mormon just being like how the fuck did these guys pull this off 
Totally. And then like leaving Barbie, like how did she pull this off? Yeah. Like I just crazy I, to me. I couldn't agree more. I, I absolutely love that book of norming uh, parallel there. Um, I'm kind of with you. I don't know if I was laughing a lot. I was just smiling the whole time. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. part of it, part of it was, you know, just the visual thing. I want to get into that a whole bunch, but you know, the jokes, but like you were saying, what they were doing was so impressive to me just on all these different levels. And I just had this big, big smile and I couldn't, yeah. Face. I mean, I was, um, absolutely sold just with the whole, uh, 2001 kind of intro the nod to the Stanley Kubrick. Film. Yeah. It just, it yeah. was so, it was, it was, it was adult. It was, a, it was, uh, and I think that's interesting what you pointed to, like, cause you know, I ended up going with my uh, 12 year old daughter, but I think people, you know, adults and children of all different ages, we're watching a couple different movies. They're seeing yeah. something, we're seeing something. We've seen this all throughout time. I used to go to, you know, more adult movies with my parents or watching my older siblings and I was watching something different. And when I get older, I'm like, oh damn, that's what's going yeah. on with that. I think there's yeah. going to be a lot with this, but this cleverness of this movie just was mind blowing to me. They found a way and like I was like you, I was kind of interested in seeing it just because of what were they doing, but they found a way to make it interesting to people who don't care about Barbie, people who mm -hmm. might not even like Barbie and people who like Barbie. And they, and, and then, I mean, just, I know we're going to get deeper and deeper into it, but they found a way to not only be true to Barbie in the way, you know, no water in the shower, all these clever things, the yeah. feet, how she dresses for the task, not the day, true to Barbie, but also kind of hold Barbie to task. And I thought I thought yes. that's important. And I think that's that's I think that's what makes it kind of elevates it from, you know, just having a good time with Barbie to to um, to a film that's, that almost feels important, which is wild to say about a, a Barbie movie. Well, it's a lot like I'm, I'm going for it with my references, but like, you know, like, <laughs> but like these, like, you know, like the Greek, like satires yeah. in theater and stuff, like how they would just be so absurd, but they had such like strong yeah. messages and they were so like pointed in what they were doing, whether it was like pointed in their messaging or pointed their attacks or something like that. But then they would also just be, they could just be really funny at times. Yeah. Great. I'm not going to pretend like I got all the jokes no. in Aeschylus or yeah. whoever, Aristophanes. Yep. But like, I'm not that um, smart. Yeah. It's, you know, I'll, yep. I'll chalk it up to them being topical. <laughs> so maybe that's why, I, that's why I don't get it. <laughs> but um, I just felt it was kind of like that. Like it's, and I've always liked that when you can kind of like almost like sneak, like sneak messaging in. Yeah. Through like like the Trojan horse of like ridiculous comedy, totally, you know, yeah. and this I like mean, I satire. Think, I think Veep was saying something uh, important politically the whole entire time, and it's it's a riot show, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's yeah, it's your 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 learning and your 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 breaking down things that are important to break down, and just while having having a good time. I um, uh, besides the themes, and again, I'm sure we're gonna be talking more about it. Just visually, it's um Sarah Greenwood was the production designer uh she's done atonement beauty and the beast she's i think she has tons of you know academy award nominees and stuff like that um there's great articles about what she did to kind of create that barbie world which was i was just in awe of um yeah i mean the the one thing that she kept focusing on the whole house 
and everything that like all the all the houses and the cars, everything was 23% smaller than they uh, than they should be. So she was living in a world that was 23% smaller because she calculated that from the Barbie house and the Barbie doll. And she oh, just wow. went with that. And like she breaks down in all these articles how they went over like hundred, uh, you know, hundreds of uh, different shades of pinks, which is a thing. There's a hundred different shades of pinks and they just whittled it down to 10 uh, or 12 that they were able to use. And, you know, her with the costume designer, um, Jacqueline uh, Duran, I think. I mean, I just, I thought it just looked um, ridiculous, amazing on, on yeah. everything. Yeah, it felt, um, yeah, it's true. It, it felt like you were watching a, like a cartoon at yeah. times. Yep. But again, like, it didn't see, I mean, it was over the top, but not in like a, well, it was ridiculous, but like, <laughs> just, I, like, I don't know, like, there was just something real about it, which is yeah. just insane to say. And I don't know, maybe I haven't had enough coffee this morning, but like, it just like, there was just something about it that just felt so like authentically absurd and crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. I, um, I, and I, I mentioned the phenomenon, but like it's, and, and as I do feel it's appropriate, it is unbelievable. So as of this moment right now in the box office, it has made 1.34 billion worldwide. That's the biggest global earning of a Warner Brothers movie of all time. It is now, it is now the highest domestic grossing film of the year with 596 million. It just jumped over uh, Mario. 500 Mario had 574 million. Spider Man was the the Spider Verse was 381 million. Two bangers of films. I don't know if you've seen those. They're they're, they're a lot of fun. Okay. Um, uh, but but just that's it's unbelievable to see what happened. Not only the box office, people, uh, on, you know, right wing people getting upset about, you know, the feministic messaging. We see people, yeah. people dressing up uh, for, the, for, you know, just I, I was in a movie. I saw it like, you know, we're like a month out, maybe more uh, from it coming. I saw it just a, about a week and a half ago. People were still dressing up for the movie. And it just I yeah, I, I um, was told to change before we went. <laughs> Yeah. because uh i didn't look enough like ken yeah but my so I, was, I, yeah we were traveling and i didn't have any pink with me and i blew it and um i, I got held the task on that one yeah um, no M was like head to toe in pink and then i think yeah. i just threw on like a polo shirt and popped the collar i was like does this work she's like that's great that's, that's great good job <laughs> i was like cool man i nailed it that's a good how, job by me. How, how, let's talk Ken a little bit. I mean, how great was um, Gosling in this movie? I mean, really, really leaned into it. I mean, the second part, I mean, Ken's are fighting, Ken's were singing. Uh, it's fun to think about how in Greta's mind, it always was Gosling. When she first started writing the script, uh, she would write Ken slash Ryan Gosling for Ken. Really? It was just, it was always going to be him in her mind and I guess she, you know, really tried to finesse that. She was, you know, uh, hoping that he would buy into it. She was sending him pink gifts during the first beginning of the set to get him into into the mind. But, you know, he really his job was beach and he did his job good. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's really fun when you see like an actor or someone who they mm -hmm. just look like they're having a hell of a good time. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like how it's like yeah. watching. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, White House Plumbers. You know what? I haven't. I'm dying to. I was. I was super excited. I haven't. Did you enjoy it? I did. I felt yeah, like great. it was like one episode too long. Okay. 
because okay. um, by that last one, you're like, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. ready to move on. Yeah. But with that being said, Justin Throw just is just having the time of his life yeah. the whole time. It like it's long way. it really does, and it's just and it comes through like on the screen, like how just into this because he G Gordon Liddy is, is a fucking lunatic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and like. Justin throws like sweet. I'm gonna grow a mustache. Let's do it. <laughs> and with like Ryan Gosling, like it just seemed like he just was all in on all this stuff. And like it's almost like not fair. I feel like the same way about him and uh like Chris Hemsworth and mm-hmm. stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, no man, you guys can't be like studs and like action stars, yeah. but also funny too. Like that's not that's it's not, not it's not fair. It's, it's, it's too yeah, it's, much talent. Yeah, it's the same way like when um the rock starts singing in moana i was just like wait the rock when you said that like, like what the shit man you can sing too <laughs> exactly. that's that's ridiculous that's not no wrestling acting he has comedy chops it's not right yeah, yeah like and you're busting out a really fun song like no man like you can only check three boxes yeah. Those are the rules. And that's what it is. What, yeah. a, what, a, what a fun cast they gathered all the way around. Uh, the Michael Sarah playing the Alan character. Alan, who, of course, was, uh, um, you know, he was marketed as a figure. We found out. I didn't know this going in, but like that, uh-huh. you know, all of Ken's clothes fit him. All his accessories fit him. Of course, yeah. we, Will Ferrell was in it. Kate McKinnon as weird Barbie. Barbie was just an absolute home run it's just the perfect yeah. role for all the cans are great i love you know kingsley ben adair he's the guy he's going to play be playing bob marley in that new bob yeah. marley. like he's great he was good in secret yeah. i don't know rahel perlman i can go on and on the cast was just bang top to bottom and uh yeah felt like so many different that was what was wild about this movie too to make this work and i'm going to talk about the music and bring that into this to make this work, there's so many different pieces at work. The music, I mean, all the costume design for it, the writing, of course, and the cleverness there, all the acting for it, the costume design. And the music was actually purposely made to fit into the movie. It wasn't kind of like a background noise or anything. I mean, Lizzo's Pink was actually setting up the movie. Uh, Billie Eilish's um, What Was I Made For was like in a big, big part of the movie. It was actually made to be inserted into the movie all these working parts together uh, uh just they made it work yeah i mean it was a hell of a, like a tightrope walk by yeah. gerwig yep oh they're like to really pull off what she needed to do she needed to like crush like so many different facets and she yeah. did yeah like we talked about the production design but then like the casting was awesome mm-hmm. like you know it's like i mean i feel like i can speak for America when yeah. I say that we've all Please. kind of missed it. <laughs> yes you can right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not 10 o'clock yet it's okay it's um I feel like we've all kind of missed Kate McKinnon since she yeah. left SNL yeah. no question about and it. then like for her to drop in and like have like this it was like the perfect role for her it was like I'd, I'd watch a weird Barbie movie like, no doubt about it no doubt about um it. It in the with works. that being said don't make a weird Barbie movie. I don't think we need a sequel or a spinoff. <laughs> yeah. With it, Mattel, or if you're listening, just let's leave well enough alone. Yeah, but um, they won't. They never do. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah. I mean, you dropped some serious numbers earlier. That's like a lot of. <laughs> but then, like, she got people who could. Again, I keep coming back to this idea of like absurdity. Like, yeah, these actors who could like pull that off. Like mm-hmm. Will Ferrell, like, is sometimes at his best 
when he's just like spiraling around a made up world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like yeah. he's he, he's great like that. Yep. And yep. the same with like Kate McKinnon. Like she was always good in these SNL skits that were like just bananas, but then she could sometimes be like this voice of reason. Yeah. Or something. Like, yeah. or when she'd come on SNL and like these crazy like crazy characters to talk about abortion issues yeah yeah exactly you know like and did you do a just, piano thing for like hillary or about the election where she's saying it's yeah you know that was like sincere i believe yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like she got all these people and then yes yeah, so you talk about gosling and then like you know and that was great for michael sarah he's just like showing up doing whatever he wants totally. like he's it's, i don't know good for him man yeah, he's, he's, he's such a joy. Uh, he, he perfectly adding to the absurdity you're talking about. We got to give props to Margot Robbie, though, um, as a producer for this. She, uh, yeah. Her production company is called Lucky Jack, uh, Lucky Chap Entertainment. Um, okay. And she was adamant the entire time when she was putting this movie together that it had to be Greta uh, Gerwig. And she fought for Greta's creative freedom the entire time. That was like that was like that was kind of like a must for her to give Greta as much writing creative freedom as she could. I mean, Greta's quite a talent. I mean, this is gonna definitely yeah. take your places. I love Little Woman, I love Ladybird, Francis Ha, I thought was great. And the fact that she's um got a writing uh partnership with her with her man Noah Baumbach is something special. <laughs> I just uh yeah. Squid, Squid and the Whale is now on um, Netflix. I watched that again the other day. That's just, uh, I mean, what a what a pairing those two are. But just getting yeah. someone as smart as Greta, uh, creative freedom and trusting her was such a tremendous move. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't get out much. So I don't know if people <laughs> are talking about, you know, Margot Robbie just being like the just the, the monster that she is right now yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe out in the streets they're talking about that more but like like she's up there with yeah, what she's yeah. doing and like the roles like i don't even know what she's gonna do next but i'm sure she'll be great in it yeah from what i heard like, is she really does want to do i mean because i think a lot of people would look at her after lady bird and francis haas like an independent filmmaker she wants to make big stuff she wants to be out there, you know, kind of like Spielberg in it and doing the thing. And she obviously she, she's 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 got that type of game. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Like, if you yeah. have a vision like she does, like, why wouldn't you want to like take it to the next level? Definitely. It's like with like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, like where he kind of started out small, but as soon as he started being able to like do some things, he's like went all in. Absolutely. And now Absolutely. he's blowing up real nuclear bombs. <laughs> I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I'm just assuming that's what he did. <laughs> it's wild. It, 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 it's, it's, well, like, let's talk about that for a minute. It was actually kind of interesting to see this. We talked about the phenomenon. Part of that phenomenon was Barbie, Barbieheimer. Um, yeah. Just kind of like the pairing of that. And yeah. what I kept thinking about, and just, just like I mentioned that, you know, odds are they're going to make a sequel, um, is I could see it's going to be fascinating to watch Hollywood kind of force it and try to recreate, recreate one of those pairing moments of a weekend thing. I could see, I could see that trying to happen. Now I actually was looking at articles trying to find if like there was any phenomenon like this back in the day. Uh, There was a couple articles and they, I don't buy it. I remember 
One kept pointing to Fahrenheit 9-11 coming out at the same time as The Notebook. I don't think that resonated in a major way. I thought that was interesting, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. In the Dark Knight was supposedly like a big weekend thing. I don't think I've seen any, any pairing like this kind of get pushed together, memes and everything. It was hilarious. Yeah, I think the memes are what pushed over the top. I think you also factor in that, like, feel, well, the, you know, caveat being apparently COVID is kind of back a little bit. Yeah. But I think this summer was like a very much a a we're back summer. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like fully back. Movies and are so, packed here. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to go jam. And as I did say earlier, I don't get out much. <laughs> I, you know, I saw Barbie. I looked. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was like the fucking Paw Patrol movie two uh-huh. years ago. <laughs> but like. There's already a new one coming out. I saw a preview for another Paw Patrol coming your way. I, I, Mike, I don't need you to remind <laughs> me. I've already heard about it twice today. Um, but like, yeah, it's. I feel like. There's a lot of these big movies that came back and people were really excited to see them. And like the actual, like the idea of going to a movie was like really in full force this summer. And so then you throw in two just beasts like Barbie and Oppenheimer. Like, I think it was, it was really just like the perfect storm of like all these things coming together. And then, yeah, I mean, anytime you can, you take two names and create one name you got yourself a winner right there it's, it's a home run every time yeah that's it, it it's, it's funny how that rolls off the tongue in a major way um just going through different articles about it it was interesting to see that kind of margot as a producer she was kind of wrestling with the idea of playing barbie which is wild to think about because she is barbie and it's just too too perfect yeah um yeah. names that were thrown around was uh gal gadot and hathaway and even amy schumer um was it was in the mix for that so we we definitely won that battle of who yes. who, who got to do it um i thought this was a fun um kind of fun fact i want to bring in to get into character uh greta sent uh margo an episode of this american life about a woman who doesn't um introspect so so this woman you know how we have a voice in our head Kind yes. of, I think some people call it the critic, which I, I think is always always a good uh, name for it. <laughs> this woman does not have that voice in her head. And so she said, I, I need to, I haven't listened yet, but I'm definitely going to listen to This American Life. So that's kind of like, so Barbie kind of, everything was on the tip of her tongue and she wasn't overthinking. Everything she was, was that woman. Yeah. I thought that was interesting because, you know, you think about the parts where, where it does start getting deeper is when she's like, do you ever think about death? And stuff yeah. like that. Like, I was like, that is so, so smart. That's something like creeped into her mind. And of course, she's going to just spit it out. Cause just say it. Party. Yeah. In the, like, the, the least perfect situation. Like, yeah. oh, we're having a party. You yeah. ever think about your mortality? Like, yeah. It just, it's, it's, it was, I actually was grabbing on to anything that, that um, they were selling when it came to taking themselves to task. Uh, on you know when barbie was in the real world and realizing that that she i mean she thought she fixed everything that like her was fixing everything i thought um you know that she thought she was having a positive effect on women but wasn't was really cool i mean it's this is mattel is making this movie and it's also taking itself to task it's 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 being um it's kind of like acting as a corrective in certain ways it's 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 the 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 uh production design designer sarah greenward said uh, love her or hate her. This is the truth of it. What she means, what she could have meant, what we did and what we did to her, which I think makes sense. It's definitely bringing 
Barbie to the table, like what ideally she was meant to do, which was to inspire. And what she yeah. actually did was probably not inspire and make, make a lot of people feel bad about themselves or whatnot. And then kind of try to correct it and be like, it's, that wasn't the idea, but that did happen. Yeah. I mean, I think, and I thought about that, like, cause I was like, yeah, Mattel definitely signed off on this. <laughs> then it's like, well, good on them yep. for just like, just owning the last 20 or 30, 40 years of like the repercussions mm-hmm. that like, yeah, they didn't mean it to be that way. Yeah. But then like, okay, well it spiraled out and they never really addressed it. They just kept on shucking forward. And I mean, in recent years they have a little bit and you know, they've definitely changed things up. I mean, now there's like profession Barbie, like Dr. Barbie and veterinarian and stuff like that. Which I, I think is cool. I mean, I I don't know how much that resonates with yeah. my daughter when yeah. she sees, you know what I mean? I yeah. think she just wants to know if like the knees bend, but yep. um, I mean, I it's it's very clear and we've seen it over the last few years and probably the last decade. Representation matters on many, many. Oh, levels. yeah. That's what they're going for. And that's what they're doing. That definitely is, is smart. I mean, but it was so fun to see the the so many of their missteps through the years as laid out for the discontinued Barbies. <laughs> Unbelievable. They're, I mean, that video one, I had to look it up is real. It would actually had a little screen in the back and it took little videos from like the front, I think, or necklace of the necklace. Yeah. And you could see the thing on the back, the one whose breast grew. I mean, there was just like, uh, like yeah, like the, the, the pregnant one. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was just unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it was fun. But I mean, the whole thing kind of comes to this amazing head um, with uh, America Ferrara's kind of monologue speech. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's and it's funny because that's what a lot of um, uh, I'm going to bring up one critique here in a minute because it's just too much for me to not. But uh, I think that's what some people thought was a little much. But I mean, the idea of discussing what women have gone through and what they go through um, is, is I, I think, I think some of the complaints were that it seems like an overcorrective in a time where, you know, things have been changing, but I think overcorrecting these type of issues is totally fine with me and, 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 yeah. and getting into it and talking about how, cause it's real, it's real. And having a problem with this is, is just, I mean, uh, uh, fragile men being uh, concerned about their power place in the world. And it's, yeah. it's, it's frankly, it's super embarrassing. All right, I'm going to do it right now. So this is, Okay, Barbie, I was hoping it would be preachy, man-hating, and a zombie lie. Alas, it was all th- I, ho- I was hoping it wouldn't be preachy, man-hating, and a zombie lie. Alas, it was all three. What is a zombie lie? Something that was never true, but certain people refused to stop say- saying it. Or something that used to be true, but no longer is. Barbie's this type of zombie lie. This is Bill Mars going no, off about it, because he doesn't believe that this is the, the, the what they were portraying as uh, the woman, the, the problems women face in this world. He doesn't believe it ha- it's happening anymore. He thinks this is kind of addressing problems in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s that have been addressed. It's just really hard to watch someone who, um, you know, I've had tons of respect for over the years for having these really great conversations just turn into an yeah. old man yelling at a cloud, complaining about a movie, that that's trying to you know be corrective to a, a real problem in the world. <laughs> it's just frustrating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bill Maher. Like, I kind of checked out on him a little while ago. It's a smart he idea. Just, he just was going to. I mean, I you know, there was a time 
when I thought he was good, but now I think it's yeah. just like he just needs to get out more. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's no just. Question. I mean, I think I thought like the America Farah speech was fantastic, amazing, and I think like part of the movie. In a, trust me, in a in a movie like that, like I think it's good, like to just throw the hammer down with like yeah. a solid, like almost a mission statement or yeah. like a. Yep. This is what we, you know what I mean? This is what it is. Like, you know, we have like hit upon these various subjects throughout the movie in all these different ways and it's yep. fun and stuff like that. But at a certain point, you just got to like fucking throw it down and yep. be like, no, man, this is what's up. Damn. Damn. And then it, right. how it's, ser- and then how it serves as like the, the turn to like, this is where the movie's going now. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like a thesis statement. It's, you know, it was actually, I mean, you're nailing it because that's exactly what it was. They, they, I think it was one of the first things she brought to the table. She brought it to America right away. Um, and I think they actually took multiple days shooting it, and which, which is pretty wild thinking about how you know brief it was in the movie. But they spent a lot of time, from what I've read, shooting mm-hmm. it. And it, it, it does. It drops the hammer. It was something I was talking about my daughter who, who who's gets into acting. It could be. Uh, you know, a monologue people turn to for auditions and just everything. It's 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 that special. It's it's kind of it's yeah. like, as as deep as it is. There's parts where it's kind of funny. It's it's like it really it encapsulates so so much. It's awesome. I thought that and was how cool. it's how the way it's delivered too with like yeah. this like exasperated, yep, realist like tone to it, which I think drives it home even more. No doubt. No you doubt. know what I mean? Like. In another world, like that monologue is like a op-ed in the Washington Post or something like that right. after like another dumbass like Supreme <laughs> Court ruling or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But the fact that it could come out that way and like America Ferrara just does it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. That how it just like, no, man, like this is how it is. And I just think it comes from like an exhaustion of all this bullshit. Yeah. But that was great. All for it. I think if it makes you angry and uh, you get frustrated about about truths like that, I think you might be part of the problem. Not sure. Another theme I really, really, really liked was um, she kind of talks about how change is constant. I think it's something you know uh, that that parents might not talk to their kids a whole lot about that that life is change because you know kids get used to things and I get used to things and then all of a sudden yeah. change happens. Change change being constant is something important to talk about and that that comes up in it um you know it's it's just amazing to see matchbox 20 getting 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 called to task for being such a bro band which was so great i've seen rob thomas talk about push the song push being used in it he's totally for it he get i love i love when a rocker especially when you see some rockers uh older rockers come out these days and say some pretty wild things looking at you santana looking at you John Mellencamp, I couldn't believe both of them in like a week coming out. Well, what did what did uh, Mellencamp say? Oh, he um he has a problem with rap. So it was actually oh. on Bill Maher's show, and um he it was he, on Bill Maher's show. He has well, it wasn't Bill Maher's got a podcast now. I didn't listen, oh. but I had to watch uh, the video because John Mellencamp was kind of trending on my feet a little bit talking about rap, and I had to, for some reason I had to know, and uh, he had a problem, <laughs> problem with rap, so that was what was going on. And Carlos with uh, um, you know trans rights and stuff like that, but I love when Rob Thomas thought it was really uh, just kind of he was super cool with it, giving shouts out to Ken and just like ha- having. 
having a good time with it because that was funny. That scene where they're singing into each other, the idea of singing into a woman's eyes, and I'm I'm sure that comes from somewhere I've been experienced. But like it, again, it's it so much of this comes down to like the choices and like the just the perfect choices they made. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. That is a weird song. Yeah. I heard it in the airport uh, <laughs> last week. Yep. And I was like sitting there. I'm like, wait, what is? Who's the perspective of this song? Yeah. Like, what's? And I didn't care enough to get into it. I more yep. just kind of laughed. I was like, this is weird. And then There's my daughter. There's something on there, though. There's something. Yeah, I was just like, wait, so what's going on here with this <laughs> song? But and then using Indigo Girls, closer to fine, which is like the ultimate. Yeah. Like, say, like just feminist anthem, yeah, almost the, the like, other side of that coin, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say though, uh, this um. And I think you kind of alluded to it, like, you know, do I want to watch this? What are we getting into this? The idea of a toys is IP. We've dealt with it with Transformers and, and G.I. Joe and such. But just it's this actually gave me a lot of hope for different things being used as IP, kind of like odd, unexpected IP. If it's done smart, if it's done by, you know, uh, um, filmmakers with either clever or ambitious a- ambitions, um, yeah. Things, things. I mean, it's just it, it gave me a little hope. You know, I, I feel like movies get a hard time. I don't like it. You know, everything's on television. I think movies, movies still have the ability to capture the, the psyche of of the entire nation and get everyone excited at once, as this did. And it's just it gave me a lot of hope. I thought this was a really, yes. really cool thing that happened. I can't believe it's Barbie that captured our 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 thoughts and imagination like that. But it was, and it, it, it's deservingly so. This was this was really special. Can't believe you didn't mention Battleship. Yo, how could I not? Just a big miss on your part. I saw that in the theater. What was I thinking that week? That was really. I know. I think it's one of those movies. I think I tried watching like two or three times. Yeah. It was on TV, mm-hmm. and I just was like, "This no, this is this is no good." I this just have a thing no where um, I do like summer movies. If I have time to go into a theater, a cool theater, a dark theater, yeah. in the summer. I I actually still I still, I mean I don't love them i like i just i really enjoyed the the uh you know i went to saw transformers and it's i mean it yeah. was not a great film but i just it's so fun to watch for me i'm i'm fine with that i, I think i've seen every yeah. blockbuster this summer to be honest i mean well the blockbusters especially like in the theaters i mean that's a good time you know yeah and it i mean i would have loved to have seen mission impossible in the theater but my <laughs> daughter didn't want to go see it <laughs> you know i, I, I tried to talk you. her I gotta tell you, that was one of the ones I was least impressed with and most excited for out, out of all the oh, ones really? of the summer. I, maybe I need to revisit it. I had a, I had a it, like I said, movies that I kind of sold out here. I had a front row mm-hmm. seat, so I didn't have the best vantage point. Uh, my neck was crooked, but but I love <laughs> that. I love that escapism, and this yeah. is what, what's cool too. And you mentioned it perfectly when you sneak in. Like this was escapism with poignancy, an escapism yeah. with messaging, and that's so cool when you combine those worlds. And they did such a good job combine those worlds it felt so the entire time i'm like this is so smart this is look at that that's yeah smart. that's another smart part that's so clever it's dope i just i always felt like if you want to get people to listen to what you want to say yeah but like one of the best ways to do it is to like let, get them to let their guard down and get them yeah. like laughing and relaxed yep absolutely because then they're like they're just naturally open to what you have to say mm. And I think like that was what was perfect with Barbie. Like it came in, like the bright colors and the music and stuff like that. And it's just, 
it just there's something about it like you just you laugh you feel comfortable you're down like you're into it mm-hmm. and i think that was it was such a perfect example of it you know it's like it's true like i'm interested to see what i mean there's going to be some bad versions of this coming out no doubt you know like <laughs> just the hungry hippo movie <laughs> no, <laughs> um but, but, but like Mattel did open the toy box they actually after this went well they just kind of invited a bunch of producers and everyone to come like come talk to them they're like everything's on the table now come come yeah. and get it type thing and that doesn't that doesn't end well all the time no but it's also true like for Greta Gerwig it's like it's one thing she does this Barbie movie but you could tell like she had some things she wanted to get out there yeah and so if the vehicle totally. is a Barbie movie then so be it like mm-hmm. I think I mean Christopher Nolan's Batman movies are really just super cool detective movies. Yeah, definitely. You know, they're not, you know, let have like all these other themes going on to it. And he just happened to get it out there. The delivery system is Batman. Yep, definitely. You know, so I think it's like if some of these like smart filmmakers and stuff, you know, if they realize that like, oh, we can't, I can't, I want to get this message out there. But if I just do this kind of movie, no one's going to like it. Mm-hmm. But if I do it, through this and you the flip side is if you get a brand or like producers who are open enough to like being like yeah fucking let's do it holy giddy up let's give it a shot like again props to mattel you know them for just being like you know what let's do it and yeah i'm sure there's a little self-serving nature i mean they've made a bunch of money and like my my eight-year-old is like so much more into barbie right now really yeah like it's been really interesting to watch, like how much more she's been playing with Barbies and stuff. Yep. That's and I think I think because some of it is like the movie like brought that kind of back even for her a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So, but like, just good on them. Good on them. There's there's a like a touch of bravery, like you're saying, self-serving bravery. But I mean, I think that was that was the part that was most impressive. People who were involved in in, in funding this movie and bringing it to life just took the chance on 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 Margot, on Greta, and. They built an amazing world. It was. It, it made me think, and it, it made me laugh, and it made me smile. I want to say it again. I was just smiling. Yeah. All the time. That was awesome. Um, and it, it it made me also just like, it's like fuck yeah, man. Like you know, I got two daughters. Like yeah, yeah. Do your thing, man. Just like that's great. You walk out of it, you're like, yeah. and like my wife, God bless her, has talked to M Emily, our oldest. Uh-huh. about like the messaging of the movie Holy about more what it is yep and it's really good and, and i think you know am's gotten some of that of like no you can do whatever you want like oh. it's it's like some of those like messages i think it's super cool to have those conversations definitely a barbie movie I, my, my daughter took me it was her second time seeing it in my first and we had some great conversations uh after it it you know that's uh, that's something i think Movies and great television do. They've allowed me to talk to her about things that that come yeah. up in the movie. Like, what do you think about that? What do you think of this? And there was a lot in here that I was really, really glad and grateful to talk about. Any, uh, I know we where you got a time crunch right here. Any final thoughts on on Barbie and uh, and this this fabulous movie they they brought to life? I it's just fun, you know. I yes. look forward to watching it again. Yep, um, I think it's. To be really interesting i don't even know if they're gonna do the oscars because like all the different strikes going on right now yeah, that's a great question but like i mean i definitely think the whole barbie debate is gonna be mm-hmm. just a whole another can of worms definitely. about like you know i mean why wouldn't gosling and margot robbie be nominated they absolutely should in my and opinion like sigretta gerwig and yep 
Like, you know, I think it, yeah, it should yeah. be up there. It should be considered. Like, definitely. It's, it's, it's really, it's good. It's really, good. really good. It's really, you it's, know? it's one of the best films I think I'm going to see all year. I've, I've truly, yeah. Been. And it's one of those things that, like, it's a super fun popcorn movie, but yeah. it's also just really well done with a really uh, cool message. That's totally. a free for. You rarely, you rarely get that. You know what I mean. Really? Just, so, I don't know. I mean, that debate's going to be probably terrible, and I'm yeah. sure Bill Maher will have some thoughts. Oh and... my gosh, all those, all, all of them. That's it's it's unbelievable. Have you, ever, have you ever met someone who's a John Mellencamp fan? No, I mean we all like uh, what's it? Something in Diane. What, what am I faking on the song? But no, like Jack a fan, and fan, Jack and Diane. I know, like a oh. fan fan. I don't think I have. Think about that the other day. That's I was listening like I was, I was listening to Sirius Radio and like the Spectrum and one of his like dumb eighties songs came the on. Mellon Camp Head. Like I don't and think it's I, yeah, and I just was like, is anyone just like fuck yeah? Yeah. Mellon Camp time. Mellon Camp. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen like, a shirt. Or, I can't think of seeing a shirt around. I, 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 or there's purists out there who's like, I like Johnny Cougar, but when he became yeah, Mellon Camp, no, I was no, out things, <laughs> like things change. Oh, maybe that's that's for another podcast I guess. absolutely we'll, we'll tackle that again yeah. cool well thank you so much ryan i'm glad i was really glad like you said when we started getting together on this this is what the world needs to <laughs> to two men uh middle-aged men to talk about barbie and break it down and bring, no but i'm glad i'm really glad we celebrate this it's it's dope it's something uh fun to talk about and you know what it's fun to talk about all these films and movies during this time where actually a lot of the producers and actors can't even talk about them so celebrating movies yeah. films almost feels more important than ever so thank you for your time ryan really appreciate it yeah definitely man and thank you everyone out there for once again joining the party seems to matter what i do i'm always number two no one knows how hard I tried Oh, oh, I, I have feelings that I can't explain They're driving me insane All my life been so polite Cause I'm just kidding Anywhere else I'd be dead Is it my destiny to live and die a life of blonde fragility? This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.